Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 245. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And you sound a little bit better tonight, Mako. I'm feeling a little bit better. Is it because of the meds, the medical meds, or the booze? Um... A mixture of the meds, finally getting a day off and being able to sleep, and just probably it finally running its freaking course. Sleep? What's that? Yeah, well, I've been taking NyQuil, so it's been forced on me. Mm. And I've been enjoying every freaking moment of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have been saying, I was saying to a friend of mine, so I went to uh, <clears throat> drop off uh, our laptop, and I was like, during the week, if I wake up after ten thirty, the day is gone for me. I will I will be officially two hours behind. If I wake up between nine and nine thirty, that still gives me time, you know, to check out, read what's updates on Facebook, cook breakfast, and do the things I gotta do, then go out and have time to myself. On the weekends, it would have to be if I wake up by eleven thirty, twelve, then the full day is shot. I do like to get up early on my days off, but just like. At my own pace, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as uh, Dark Tetsuya says in our chat room at live.botnetwork.com, medical meds, huh? Hashtag Puff Puff Past Tuesdays. Yeah, I think she's going to bogart that for herself. Oh, God, if I had any. <laughs> oh, Lord. But I don't. Would you like the rest of my uh, of, of my edibles? Uh, did you even have to ask? Just wanted to make sure first. Yeah, that's not something you need to ask about. Well, I guess I'll be sent. I guess I'll, I guess some stuff will be coming to you soon. Um. Okay. <laughs> and DT says, not that I partake personally, but I ain't gonna shame you if you do. I'll say this once, and I'll say it again: ain't nothing wrong with smoking a little bit of sticky green here and there. All it does is makes you hungry at the end of the day. That's it. And you might want to play more video games. And be more creative. But other than that, it's all good in the hood. No, I like it because it helps me to de-stress. Point taken. And we are live tonight, week of December 8th, 2015, here on the Vogue Network. Wow, where does all the time go, you know? I don't know, yeah. but it needs to stop. <laughs> We're here Tuesday live at 9.30 p.m. with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Hi, everybody. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, ChatZillica, use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOGNetwork. There is an IRC link. If you click on that, your default chat client will bring you into the chat room. And don't forget to swing by our forums where every week we post a synopsis of the episode. So we definitely want to hear from you and hear what you have to say. And check-ins are live, so earn those points. And I am so glad nobody can hear the background noise of... Everything that's going on behind upstairs for me. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's and as loud as it gets upstairs, when I go back and listen to the episode, you hear none of it. Hmm. Absolutely none of it. And I'm okay with that. 
Alright, let's go ahead and kick things off with how was your week, how was your day, and da 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 Alright. Uh, you guys missed me last week, didn't you? Yes, we did, bro. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, Thanksgiving sucked. Mm. That's what I think it's called. Yeah, we're eating dinner at 3, which was the very time I actually got to physically clock out of work. And I'm like, okay, now how's that going to work? And it took me like 45 minutes to get from my job to my to my sister's where we were having dinner. And, you know, they were all sitting around the table, like just staring at all the food and like waiting on me like I was the asshole. Mm. Because I'm of the opinion that eating dinner at 3 o'clock in the afternoons is a little nuts. So yeah, Thanksgiving was not a whole lot of fun for me. The only good part about it is my friend asked me to come over to his house and we watched the live stream of Mystery Science Theater 3000 episodes. Mm. Which is even better because, you know, it got funded on Kickstarter. And what a, and one of the people they confirmed was uh, Patton Oswalt as son of TV's Frank. Which should be so much fun. And this past weekend, I ended up seeing Creed, which, yes, was a very good movie, number one. Right. But, uh, how do you guys feel about spoilers for it? Eh. Mako? I don't mind, but considering our listener base, they might mind. Well, anyway, like, there's, like, some shit happens to uh, Rocky during the film. He gets really sick. I'll just leave it at that. But uh, it just really, you know, hit really close to home for me, and it made me uncomfortable watching it. Mm. I can tell you in the private chat. Oh, that's all good. And uh, that was about it. My friend Jeff from Ohio like sent me a card with a little gift card in it. It was to Dicks, and I already spent it on some ankle weights with the. You know, little rods that you put in to make it heavier or take out to make it lighter. Aw, shit, Goku. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta start small with those things. I'm only just just getting off the uh, two-pound stuff. As much as I walk around at work, I actually toyed around with putting those, wearing those. Hasn't had a notable effect yet, but, you know, it's I've only had them, like, a couple of days. Hmm. Also, I got the band that you sent me, the Microsoft version of Fitbit. Yeah, and if you notice, it's a lot of people come in and say it's so much better than the Fitbit. And I understand everyone gets the Fitbit because everybody has one, and you can compete with each other left and right. But if you play around with the app and see what all that they have on there, you can do a lot more. Just saying. Mhm. So yeah, getting the like getting a uh, gift card and getting your uh, the band you sent me that was a uh, that was pretty much the highlight of the week. It, the past two weeks. It really hasn't been good for me. Cool. Yeah, I guess. Alright, moving So right that's on. all for me. Alright, cool. Moving right along. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Well, this was my first day off in eight days, so Yay. that explains how the past has been. 
Um, but today I actually got to sleep in and relax and I was able to actually start going through some of the crap in my room. So, uh, yeah, slowly but surely I might actually get my room to be nice and neat. <laughs> oh, yes, you're so sorry. Yeah, I know, but, like, it's... I've still got shit packed from the move, and we've been here for a little while already, and I just haven't had time to do anything. So, yeah. And, uh, now we're gonna try and get the apartment ready, because the family's coming over on Saturday for the family get-together... I'm so sorry. Eh, it's not bad. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I want to try and plot something so I can have people over. And, yeah, that's about it. Right now I'm watching, um, those fake food samples that Chinese food and Japanese food restaurants have. Mm -hmm. they've, they've got, um, uh, kits to make them that you can actually purchase yourself and there's a uh, YouTube channel that basically sits and makes all of them and I've currently been marathoning it because it's freaking awesome to watch Lord <laughs> but yeah that's that's basically it just trying to you know get things settled in the apartment Yeah, I have to have a, uh, I guess, a group gathering for everybody. I'll bring the keg. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring the munchies. Yeah, I was thinking after, uh, maybe after KatoriCon. That could work. <clears throat> that Sunday, just having everybody come over for dinner or something. Just give me ample time so I can try so I can request that day off or switch with somebody. Well, it would be the Sunday after KatoriCon. KatoriCon is on a Friday, a Friday and oh, Saturday. All right. Well, when is KatoriCon? <laughs> uh, weekend of January. 8th. That's not the week I have jury duty, is it? Well, you wouldn't have jury duty on the weekend anyway. Yeah. I know, but going into that, I know it's on a Monday. I get, I get the point that he's getting from, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I understand. Yep. But since I don't think I'm going to be able to go to KatoriCon, it would be a nice alternative. True that. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right. My weekend day's been pretty good, besides work. I think I've been doing, like, that whole eight-day-straight type schedule because my, my days off has been shifting. I, usually, I have Wednesdays and Saturdays off, and then for the last few weeks, it's been Monday and Tuesday. But it still leaves my son, my Saturdays free for six. I just do it. I work the morning shift, and I didn't go do what I want to do. And thankfully, Sundays, I come in, like, around 10 o'clock, but, you know. Um, I started my uh, Christmas shopping, or I mean my holiday shopping. I'm at the halfway point. I'm at the point where I need to actually start wrapping and mailing stuff. 
bought the cards, and you start mailing those out in batches. Yeah, I need to start doing that stuff, too. Yeah. I've got everybody's gift except my mom's. Well, I have... I, Rama, I got your gift. Uh, Malco, as soon as I get paid, I'll get the other half of yours and send both of them out in their way. Hmm. Okay. I was, um... What was I going to say? See, I normally put out a call for holiday cards. I'm not doing that this year. I'm doing this. If I see somebody that puts out that they want holiday cards, I'll sign up for one, and I'll make sure they get a card as well. Simple as that. I'd rather do that, because I end up sending, like, 40 cards every year. One year, I think I sent about 200. I said, never again. Because at that time, a box of 30 cards was like $3. Now they're seven fucking bucks. Well, the really yeah. fancy ones are, yeah. Who said anything about the fancy? I was talking about the cheap ones. Yeah, they're... All of them are getting more and more expensive. I mean, they went from three to seven bucks in one year. The demand is very high. No, it's just that these cards um, have um, license with American Greeting, so of course you got to pay for the license. Yeah, mm-hmm. the it's the greed that's getting very high. <clears throat> yes, yes, indeed. So that's together. So I'm like, I got to get my printer back up because I took my printer down. Because it was jammy up, so I cleaned it out and all that. I'm going to do a test on it later. So, while I was out yesterday, I went out and finally got, like, a, a mobile filing cabinet. And I have my printer sitting on top. And it's pretty cool, because the bottom shelf, which is supposed to be for, fi- for files, all of my DVDs and spindles are sitting in there. Oh, that's cool. Yep, the second drawer has um, all of my release forms and some other paperwork. Second drawer has all my blank paper and my labels. And the first drawer has um like important documents and stuff. So I'm kinda all set on that. I just gotta break down like all the cardboard from when I bought this and the cardboard from the microwave oven that I bought, so th- that's all in dandy. And I just been vacuuming, cleaning up the place. I have to admit that vacuum cleaner I got. Tons better than that shitty ass dirt devil. <laughs> I think somebody took it when I put it outside for garbage. When I came back from work, it was gone. <laughs> Probably sold it for scrap. You can't sell that thing for scrap. Or junked it, I don't know. It's mostly plastic, but hey, if it works for them, they can have it. All I know is this $60 uh, thing that I got for like 30 bucks sold. And also, while I was doing some checking out some like prices and stuff, one of the presents, one of the gifts I bought, I got on Black Friday for like $25, is now on sale for 19 so you know I gotta head over and get a price match on that shit. Yep. So, you know, extra $5, extra monies for me. Which means I'll probably end up recycling that money towards another gift, so saves me some cash. Hey, whatever works. Yep. And I have to... Pack, I have to pack my speakers and send them out to get get replaced. They can't just replace just a subwoofer. I have to send everything. So I think I still have the box somewhere in my closet. So I'm gonna try to do that this weekend. Contact um, Creative Labs. Be like, yeah, take this, please. Thank you. And I think after the show, I'm going to break up my my pop my hot air my, my air my hot air popcorn popper and give it a trial run. So. And while I'm doing that, probably organize and see what other stuff that has to go out into the mail. So, 
all all that goodness. So yeah. Oh, let's see what we got here. Oh, we got some interesting news we're gonna get into. So, and also something I just found, I just discovered on Facebook, just not even five minutes ago. Huh? What is it? Crystal Pepsi is coming back. What? Yes. But there's a catch. What? Pepsi is doing it as a contest. They're giving out thirteen thousand six packs on the tenth and the eleventh, and you got and they're doing it through the Pepsi Pass app. Pepsi Pass app. Yep, I already downloaded it. To the phone. The phone. Okay, excuse me while I download this now. <laughs> On that blazing speed, high speed files. Yep. Loving it, ain't you? Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the good side. Yeah, I the first time that I actually downloaded something, um, because I don't have uh, BBC with uh, mm-hmm. with the files anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got home that Saturday. The episode was like 20 minutes in um, here. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it from the, uh, I guess, the uh, the actual uh, British version. Mm-hmm. It was done in like two minutes, and I was able to watch it, and it ended, like I finished watching it when it ended here, so I didn't like get any spoilers or anything and mm-hmm. it was amazing. Mm. Nummy nummy light. <laughs> so I was very happy about that. Mm. And if you go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Gamer Girl X says, and I get to see you guys at KatoriCon. We can't wait to see you too, GGX. Can't wait. It's been way too long. Yes it has. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be able to get that full weekend off. I definitely won't get Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm. I can't afford it. Well, we will. I will figure something out. So I'm waiting on for them to get back to me about press. So we'll see where that takes us from there. Well, no, I mean I can't afford you know to take off those three days. Mm. I've already got you know a room there if I need it, even if I just hang out outside. True. Hell, I live near the area. Anywho, um, sh- shall we kickstart the- kick the show off? Sure. Yes. Okay. All right, let me grab um, my track music here. Okay, wrong section. And... Oh, okay, that's what that is. All right. All this right. is so wrong. What? Um, I-, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the thing that just came out that basically you can... Uh, it- it's a kit to dig a hole in a banana, and then fill that hole with chocolate. Oh, wow. So I'm watching it being done, and it is just as perverted as you would think. Lord. <laughs> and, and let me guess, it's right up your alley, isn't it? Well, it would be if I liked bananas, but I don't. But this thing is so freaking perverted to watch. 
Well, it's not as bad as a, as a friend on my Facebook wanting a squatty potty. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? What the hell is that? What do I want to know? Just YouTube it. That's all I gotta say. Okay then. That no, that I can understand because that's technically for health reasons. This is just, you know, a plastic tube being shoved into a banana and it's just as perverted as you would think. And then filling it with chocolate. And that's just as perverted as you would think. Both are perverted. And it's just as perverted as you would think. Okay. While you continue to think perversions, we're going to take a break. So we'll be back.
Okay, before we get into the show, there there was something that came that came up on my uh feed earlier today. If not earlier today, like yesterday, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to have to back this because I, I I want it really bad. And this is something I we've kind of sort of talked about on the show very sparingly here and there, there and here. <clears throat> What's that? You know how we talked about making an expansion deck for uh, Cards Against Humanity, calling it Cosplayers Against Humanity or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen variants like that. Well, there is one now called Cosplay Against Normality. It's not an expansion deck. It's just an actual legitimate deck with built in and they added expansion decks to it. Oh goody. And I'm looking at the web at I'm looking at one of the pictures, like sample cards. You have for the black cards they have blank coming to a con near you and they told me I could be anything, so I became blank. And the white cards are Man Bear Misty. Fake geek girls who probably aren't r- really even girls. Go fund yourself. Another fucking Elsa cosplayer letting herself go. <laughs> oh, I have got to get my hands on, on this. Ooh, there's another picture with all different uh, previews on it. Yeah, like, the Great Con Plague of 2009, which killed one-third of the population. <laughs> one sewing machine. Oh, 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 that's a reality show right there. A Call of Duty cosplayer who actually fucked your mom. Wearing a gold Zentai suit to be DiCaprio's non-existent Oscar. How ironic that it's paired up with a card that says, Why does Tumblr hate me? <laughs> Contact lenses that allow you to see through people's bullshit. Is that what this showering in is for? <laughs> I would totally want to just pop all of these into Cards Against Humanity. So would I. Yes, yes, indeed. But I actually because have... not for nothing. But this one that says, I don't cosplay for you, but I will cosplay for blank. <laughs> I'm sorry, but a bigger, blacker dick would be amazing right there. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one, Tess. A sample round. How do I make blank out of blank? And the answer the answer I would have picked is, how do we make a face like a gorilla biscuit out of wearing Nicolas Cage's actual face? Trans mis- mis- misogyny, transparent warbler. Oh, God. <laughs> Here. Yeah, th- this definitely needs to be added to the game. <laughs> yes. How do I make convention food with, made with the other other white meat out of drunk supper with an in-character Dr. Hannibal Le- Lecter cosplayer? Meanwhile, at Mako-chan's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this definitely needs to be purchased and be added into the uh, regular game. Because that would be fucked up. Yes, it would. They're taking pre-orders, and if you want to get your hands on this amazing deck, go to uh, variablecosplay.com. And I believe if you click on the link there, there should be a link that takes you directly to it on the main page. Um, If you scroll down for pre-orders, you'll find it there. Just go to variablecosplay.com, scroll down the page, you'll, you'll see it there. 
Here's one. After last year's incident, every time I close my eyes, I still see your friendly neighborhood Slenderman. Eh. And this is coming out of Australia, so you know there's zero fucks given on this. Yep. Which is why it says M-U-M instead of M-O-M. Mm-hmm. I think it translates to like $29 US, so I'm like, yeah. Next paycheck, definitely picking that up. You're going to need a bigger box for your uh, for your cards. Your laser, 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 laser. Well, there is, there is this carrying case I saw on Amazon. I'm probably going to end up picking that up soon as well. So. And well, considering is... how many cards you have, and this one comes with 550 of them. Yeah, I think you're going to need more. Well, the box I'm picking handles about 800, so I will probably carry both decks in my bag, so. Well, if the box you're picking up handles 800, it's not going to be enough car. It's not going to be enough room for the whole game. I just said I'd, car- I'd carry both decks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ca- something like that I would probably keep in its, or- in its original box at the end of the night. I would just sort them and put them back, you know. Please, you're not doing that. I might. I doubt it. I doubt it. You both suck. You know that? Both no, you... I suck. I don't know about him. <laughs> Come on, you know we're both trying to be out horrifying one another when we uh, play this at the next room party? No, what? I just imagine, because half the time we play this shit, we're drunk as fuck. Can and you imagine... Passing around a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue. trying to actually... You know, try, oh, no, this one goes in this card, and this one goes in this box, and this one goes in this box. (laughs) Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now that we got that out of our system, and and, and the shameless plugging. Because we're consumer whores. Yep. Mako-chan, you first. I'm first? Yes, you. Why am I first? Because I said so. But I don't want to be first. Oh, too bad. Why am I first? Wouldn't you want to take this one? True, but I open up with the Cosplayers Against Normality article. Thing that yeah, but last minute. I want the next one. Let's see. Of course you want the next one. Of course I want the next you know what? one. Fine, I'll just take it. Thank you, Ari Rockefeller. This has got your like brand new waifu, and you're not taking it. That's 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 a shame. I'm saddened now. Oh, that's too bad. Anyhow, uh, Love Live Moves members' contracts expire in April. The staff of Love Live School Idol Project franchise announced during a special program on Tokyo MX Bandai Channel in Nuka Nuka on Saturday that the Moves Idol group will be forming. A- it's Moo's final Love Live concert on March 31st and April 1st at Tokyo Dome. <clears throat> Online newspaper Tokyo Sports Web reported on Saturday this will be the group's final performance before the group break, breaks up, as Voigt Actress's contracts will expire at the end of March. The group's quote-unquote final single will go on sale on March 2nd. <clears throat> the staff is hosting a series of events leading up to the Moo's final love co- Live concert. These include theatrical screens of the TV, anime, and film, paid live stream of the previous concerts, and other stuff. Uh, the the Moves group will perform at this year's Kohaku Uda Gatsen, or Red and White Song Battle, 
the New Year's Eve singing contest of Japan's most viewed tele- music television program. The, su- the successor Love Live Sh- Sunshine was announced in February. The project's nine-girl idol group Aquar's first single, Kimi no Kokoro wa Kagate Kuka, Is Your Heart Sparkling, debuted on October 7th at number 3 on the Oricon Weekly Singles Chart. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, a, a new rotation of uh, girls to a... Uh, yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't know, you, you, you guys are into this much more than I am. Actually, I'm more, more into it as per what, as per, um, Makotron said. And I think, like, the last, like, the last single supposed to come out, or contract, I saw it pop up around April 1st, so there are people in the fandom are like, I think they're trolling us. But we'll find out sooner or later. What, who's trolling you? The company. Why? The, April 1st. What about April 1st? April Fool's Day. No, I get that, but why would you think that they're trolling you? Because it's on April 1st. It's the first thing that comes to mind, but granted, there are things that normally do happen outside of April Fool's Day on the 1st, but given, you know... It's just a um, thought that... I'm in saying, other words, a lot of people post bogus articles on April 1st, and the internet at large, who doesn't know how to sift through the satire or the bullshit take it at face value yes but this wasn't posted on April 1st but they're saying oh I know it was on April it was in the article itself it's not this article some where I read somewhere else about that but oh well we'll see what happens so I'm not too too worried about it yeah I don't think they're trolling you this far Mm -hmm. away from April oh well do I think that the girls are going to say goodbye and we're done? No, but I don't think they will be Muse anymore. Mm. Well, you do. Well, you do. Within Muse, you do have like the little mini groups. So maybe those splinter groups will happen. No, I just think they'll go under a new name. Mm. Graduate, Look, so to say. Gotcha. Because they're not in high school anymore. That's true. Right. Hmm. They'll uh, pick up contracts with some other, like, someone else. Probably. Probably. I can even see them picking up a new contract with the same company. Just not as Muse. Muse is technically a high school idol group. Mm-hmm. By this point, all of the girls will have graduated high school. True. So, no, I don't think they're trolling you, but I don't think they're breaking up either. Mm, okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. The first 2016 issue of Weekly Shonen Jump magazine revealed on Monday that the next issue will feature an important announcement about Yuto Tsukata and Shun Saki's Food Wars... <clears throat> Shogeki no Soma manga. Uh, the second issue will ship in Japan on December 14th. The announcement will mark the third anniversary of the manga's launch. The series' upcoming chapter will feature color pages to celebrate the announcement. Um, basically, there are a couple of different ideas floating around. Um, mm-hmm. Considering a game has already been announced, 
and that's shipping uh, December 17th in Japan. Um, some people are saying that it's going to announce the second season of Food Wars. Um, some people are saying that it's going to be... Um, damn, what was the other thing that I read? The second season of Food Wars, a movie prequel of Food Wars... And my personal favorite, which is the one that I really, really want, is an actual cookbook from Food Wars. Shogeki! Yeah. Mm -hmm. But either way, any of those sound really, really awesome. And considering how well this is doing, um, I can definitely see them announcing a second anime. Um... And not for nothing, but a prequel anime would be just as awesome. Why? I, I, I mean, like, it'd be like episodes be too, Well, I can see more of an OVA aspect. I'm not talking about a prequel with them. I'm talking about a prequel with his father. That's what I was thinking. That's what. That's yeah. What the father was a young man before he became a master chef. Yeah. Yeah. You f you find out that his like you find out in the first season that his father actually went to the school and that all of these you know important people that they're meeting were actually in the same dorm as the main characters are now so yeah i'm not saying like a whole series mm -hmm. but a couple of episodes to actually go into you know that little bit of history would be awesome. Mm -hmm. But yeah, also a cookbook, because that too would be awesome. And there has definitely been enough food being cooked for there to be a full cookbook. I can only imagine how intense, how uh, labor-intensive the dishes would be. Not very. I mean, some of them would definitely be labor-intensive, but not all of them were... You know, there's a lot of egg dishes. There's a lot of um, quick cooking. But some of them, there would be, you know, the, the more classical cooking would be more labor-intensive. But no, I think... Uh, I think it would definitely be a fun cookbook to try out. Mm -hmm. Now you got me thinking of the all uh, of the um, the Captain Crunch chicken katsu that that was posted out on Facebook some time back. Yeah, that's I don't know. I've used cereal before for that stuff, and it just doesn't hold up well. I don't know. Friend of mine, he said he made it, and it came out amazing. He said. Mm. I just find that it doesn't. At least the cereal I've used just hasn't held up well. Which is sad. Mm. Anyway, next up. Alright, give me one second here. Da, 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 da. Lord. There's no accounting for taste on this one. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> well, this is Japan. And it's also MTV, so... And it's also Kiss. That, that's besides the damn point. No, it's just Japan. 
Look at the popular shit coming out of Japan and tell me that this would not have won something. Idols and Kiss and, you know, what actually is a pretty catchy song. But yeah, tell me it would not have won something in Japan. Uh, so crazy. Yeah, you, 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 got, you, you, you got me there. You got me there. All right, so... 2015 MTV Video Music Awards Japan awarded music video of the, the song Yume no Ukyo ni Saitemina. It's the collaboration song between Momoro Clover Z and the rock band Kiss in the best collaboration category last Tuesday. I, I got nothing on that, but Masaku uh, Nagazoe directed the video, and Sushio handled the animation. Paul Stanley and Greg Collins composed the song, and Yuho Iwasato wrote the lyrics. Momoro Clover Z um, performed the song with Kiss, providing background vocals and instruments. Other videos nominated included Basement Jacks and Team Sakashiko's Back to the Wild, Man with a Mission and Zebrahead's Out of Control, Owl City and Seikai no Owari's Tokyo, Flower and Little Mix's Dreamin' Together. King released the song back in January 28th and is available with two variant covers. There's one with with Kiss above everyone and there's one with Momoclo kind of over everyone else. They're in the foreground and Kiss is in the background. Pretty much. The other one has the uh, guys in Kiss going through floating head syndrome. Mm-hmm. Kind of creepy. <laughs> Kiss also released their own, their own new song as part of the collaboration titled Samurai Sun on the band's Best of Kiss 40 CD along with the Kiss version of the, of the actual song of the single. Kiss launched their 40th anniversary tour with Momoro Clover Z, performing with the band with their last up at Tokyo Dome. And they were also at Anime Expo with Kiss founding members Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. That had to be cringeworthy right there. Yep. What, got the guys in their Kiss outfits going to an anime convention and uh, calling foul on them? Maybe so. Like, you guys are fucking weird. <laughs> Momoclo. What are you dressed up in? <laughs> this is our normal gear. <laughs> Momoclo previously sang the songs for Sailor Moon Crystal, Bodacious Space Pirates, Joshiraku, and Pokemon Black and White. When the group had six members instead of five, they sang the themes for In Solitude, Where We Are Least Alone, and Dragon Crisis under their original name, Momo Clover. Huh. The Idols not only sang the theme for this year's song, this year's Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F film, but also recorded the song in English and voiced the characters in the film. Huh. I might have to go looking for that. There's, I like the studio stuff, but live, not so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. their studio stuff isn't horrible, but they can't hit certain notes live. True. See what else do we have next here? Am I taking this next one? Hey, you can go for it, man. You're keeping the same order, at least. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Evangelion voice actress Ogata recounts mental and physical stress of the role. Oof. Voice actress Megumi Ogata has recently opened up about the physical and emotional strain of playing Shinji Ikari of Neon Genesis Evangelion put on her. 
In a string of recent tweets posted on November 30th, Ogata wrote about how Evangelion affects both her physically and mentally. One tweet read, Blood pressure up by 300%! The angels! No, the Avis still haunt me! Hold on one Please second. The there we go. I was trying to pull something that had to go around a damn ad blocker. Hate that shit. Go on, please continue. I'm not even kidding. I feel so desperate. It's difficult. It's difficult to deal with, but I have to try my best. Okada's rep reprising her role in the Evangelion film series. In a more detailed post, she tweeted, "She tweeted, playing Shinji is and screaming so much it always gives me a headache. My blood pressure feels like it's rising. My back and waist feel like they're throbbing so much." This is a second series of tweets Ogata gave me by Ogata given a behind-the-scenes look at their roles. She opened up a few weeks ago about the director's choice of cast here as Yugi Moto in the original Yu-Gi-Oh! anime. Hmm. So I guess, uh, all the the uh, angst that pops up in the Evangelion goes, like, affects people in a meta sense, too. Mm-hmm. Hold on. For some reason, the audio just shifted in my in my system. What the hell? What the hell just happened here? I have no idea. I'm gonna restart this. I can still talk, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna cut off the feed no, or no, anything. No. I can just picture this this woman, you know. And, like, getting really stressed out and just hurled up, cut up, like, not cut up, uh, balled up in the corner and chanting, I mustn't run away, I mustn't run away. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with me that I can think that. As long as you get, as long as you got paid well for, for dealing with that bullshit, then hey. Yeah, there's always that. But sometimes, even still, it's just not worth it. <clears throat> Pardon me. Right, Maki, no you still with us? Uh-huh. She's plotting something over there. No, actually... I'm trying to sign up for this Pepsi thingy. Oh, God. I'm waiting till after the show. What? Did I say anything? Hmm. Hush. No. Anywho, I believe it's your turn. Are you sure? I think so. Okay. Alrighty, I'm gonna screw up these names, and Ronma's gonna kick my ass for one of them. You damn right I will! Yeah. <clears throat> so instead, when I get to the name, I'm gonna let him say it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Japanese girls' pro wrestling video game, Ring Dream Joshi Pro Rest Tyson, um, includes an idol group called The Backdrops, played by... Noriko Hidaka, better known as Akane Tendo and Ranma One Half. And uh, Masumi Sara, in case closed. Wanaka Yamazaki, who is Ako in uh, Himitsu no Akochan, or Ran in case closed. And Noko Matsui, 
who is Ribbon and Happiness Charge Precure, or Sonoko, and Case Closed. You know, I'm amazed that all three of these people were in Case Closed. Mm. Um, this group is now coming to life, thanks to success, Ring Dreams developer. Unusually, its members are all over 50 years old, or, well, 53, 50, and 54. The Backdrop's first single will be Don't Fly, which will incorporate themes like Don't Just Keep Up Appearances and Break Through Your Shell. They will debut it on December 29th at a concert at the uh, Korukun Hall in uh, Shuodo Bashi, Tokyo, called Encore Hoshizoro Pro Res. Don't Fly will also become the new opening theme for Ring Dream. The Backdrops also hope to perform at the Japan Expo in Paris, France. The Backdrops formation celebrates the third anniversary of Ring Dream, which was released on December 20th, 2012. Uh, while a 50-plus idol group certainly breaks the youth culture norm, KBG84 outdoes them by several decades. The group only has and will only accept members of at least 80 years of age, with its oldest member being 96. Recruitment and training to join the group begins as early as age 70. What the ever-loving fuck? We talked about that, remember? Yeah, but I didn't realize it was, you know, I thought it was a one-off kind of thing. I didn't realize they were actually training and doing shit. Mm-hmm. Ah, no way. Fucking Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones can kill still keep it going at his age. Why can't uh, these other women do it? I, I can't believe Norika Hidaka is 53. I, 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 I... Feel old yet? None of Not these yet. women look 53. I know. And, and and what's interesting, in a way... Maybe, maybe Yamazaki does, kind of. No, no uh, I don't know. Who, no, Noriko is... She's in the middle. No, no, on the left. Wow. Yeah, the youngest one, the youngest-looking one, is 54. Matsui. Matsui wow. looks like she's a freaking teenager, or at least in her 20s. I want some of that fountain of youth water. <laughs> Holy shit. Look, listen, look. I, I I did a little bit of look up because I, I, I stumbled across this some, like maybe about a week ago. It seems like Case Closed, in a way, is a mini reunion for Ranma One Half because Kapi Yamaguchi, Megumi Hashibar, and Norika Hidako do voices on the show. And Kape does a voice of Shinichi Kudo. Hmm. Well, I'm not surprised. And considering this, cons- considering Case Closed continues on. Mm. And will probably the sh- be the show that never freaking ends. This is the show that never yeah, ends. Yeah, something similar to that. <laughs> well, well, Case Closed is at, what, 800 and something episodes? I always have to look this up when we talk about it. Um, I actually have the page up. Um, as according to Anime News Network, they're up to 803 yeah. And the manga is still going. I mean, and this thing no has been... closer to uh, finding a cure for what turned him into a little kid. Um, well, he's come close a couple of times, and they do have something that will, um, like, revert him back for, uh, for a certain amount of time. But at the same time, this is, you know, you're talking about a freaking 
long-ass running series. The series has been going since 94. It's got 87 volumes. I mean, that's a whole lot of manga. And if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, GamerGirlX says, Asians, apparently we are young until one day we wake up old. And not for nothing, that's that's how a lot of cultures end up, except for Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Marked your fate, huh, Mako-chan? Yeah, unfortunately. My fat ass will probably have the uh, old Italian, uh, you know, Guido, you know, blow, like blowback. You know, it's like perfect, like perfectly slick back, like jet black hair. You can tell is you know dyed <laughs> at this point. Or to actually just you know get bright white. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, this last article, I think this connects to something we talked about, like, what, last week? Yes, yeah. sort of. Yeah, and, and I like this. I, I would rock the shit out of these at work. You and me both. Mm-hmm. Japanese fashion company brings modern-day samurai look to your legs with Hakama Chino pants. As as to, as to what the article says, when they weren't suited up in lameller and getting ready to go into war, samurai were, were pretty stylish guys. We were, they they took a look at a line of jackets that updates the Hayori coats of Japanese swordsmen, and now they have hakamas that look like uh, pants. Japanese apparel company Kokichi has just revealed its Chino Bakama menswear that's half Chino pants, half hakama. Yo, these things look amazing. Less billowy than the Hakama commonly worn in Japan's past, the Chino Bakama, which Kokichi is also billing as Ninja Pants, can easily blend with current fashions while still lending you an air of feudal era stylishness. Be more appropriate to call them samurai pants, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. They come in navy, charcoal, or beige. In lieu of a belt, each comes with an identically colored waist cord that you tie around yourself. Okay. They're made of 50-50 poly, uh, cotton poly blend, machine washable, and has modern amenities such as pockets and a zipper. And the English page has a little section on how to wear them. Oh, it links to a YouTube video. All right. All three colors are priced at 7,800 yen, which is about 65 bucks, and there's a link to where you can order it from. And they're planning international shipping. Now we have a chain called Uniqlo. I it would be cool if they started carrying that. This I, I would like these in black though, because they will work so well at work. Because we have to wear dark denim jeans, and if you don't have yeah, denim, but dark I don't think work would appreciate the slits up the side. Actually, they probably wouldn't mind since our long uh, white undershirts go pretty long. But to be perfectly honest, I will probably wear these while hanging out or something like that. I would fucking wear them hanging out. Hell, I'd wear the you know, typical Hakama pants, too, because those things look fucking comfy as hell. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I, I just, just don't know. I just hope they go in my size. Well, it's Japan. I don't even think they'd have them in Ranma's size. Because, you know, it's Japan. Mm. 
That's why Ronda is starting to go back to the gym. That's why you find somebody to make them for you. That's like pulling teeth with a lot of commissioners. Yeah, but at the same time, for 65 bucks, they could probably make them for you for 65 bucks. True. And at least then you'll know that they'll fit right. Of course. But that's besides the point. And then you could get them in black. Mm. Yeah, I know. Okay. Now, here's the part of the show. We're going to go ahead and open the Skype line. So, if you have any questions about tonight's show, go ahead and give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time uh, time constraint. And... No, I do not want to add you to this Skype to my friends list on this Skype because it is a porn, it is a porn bot. That's okay. But yes. you would add them to your other name? Hell no. I would just just out of pure boredom because I know the scripts that come through anyway. There really is no point in doing so. Huh. There we go. Looks like I have to update my cables. Oh, I'll do that soon. Probably during the break. So, anywho, we're now on the open forum topic. Open forum topic is where we ask fans like you every week a question in the anime, gaming, cosplay, fandom. Something that's also related to our show, based off an article or something like that. Because we want to know what you think. And this week's... um topic is similar to something we've talked about before but it's a different style feudal era clothing I know before we talked about wearing a typical Japanese school uniforms and so forth but what about feudal era clothing would you wear that we're seeing a trend of feudal era clothing and hairstyles making a comeback so would you wear that style of clothing every day and we put a reference if you're not sure what we mean by that by going with Veroni Kenshin I know we didn't talk about this but also, what's happening? What's popular in the hipster community is the, is the is the is the um is the is the hair is the hair knot. Oh God, those things! Yes, the man bun. Yeah, and articles are pointing out that it can lead to early stages of baldness because of how tight you're pulling it. Oh, I've seen something worse in regards to that. Uh, like what? They sell tiny fedoras that people can wear over their man buns. Oh God. Oh, God is right. Jesus. Fuck on a cracker. So It's every bit as disturbing as it sounds. Mm. So, I have um, two answers here. One from Sarah Ackerman. She says, Honestly, traditional era clothing would be my everyday wear. I may wear it for some themed parties, maybe some nighttime events at cons, but that would be about it. Honestly, I'm not one for traditional clothing anyway. Okay. And from Kelly, uh, she says, I'd love to wear some of the accessories and a few of the hairstyles are even adorable. That being said, a lot of women's outfits don't look very practical for everyday wear. If I'm chasing my kids around, I don't need a kimono tripping me up. Know what I'm saying? Well, you could always use the obi from the kimono to, to hold them down. You know, that's something. Um, but, you know, let's go around the room here. Mako, I think I know your answer, but would you wear feudal era clothing as part of your everyday gear? Oh, hell yes. 
Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. I would rock the shit out of it if I could get away with it. Mm-hmm. Because that shit is comfy as hell. I believe it. What about you, Ari? Oh, I definitely would, too. Not sure if I would stick stri stri uh, stick strictly to uh, the Kenshin kind of look or mm -hmm. just go with the Sanosuke's d deal. But if you can find enough, um, you know, tape or uh, bandages or whatever to wrap around my gut, like gigantic goddamn midsection and wear the open jacket, mm -hmm. you know, fine by me. Me, definitely. I would definitely rock, rock the peel era clothing, especially in the style of Kenshin. But I don't know I wear a traditional uh, top. I would probably wear something maybe more Western style with a jacket. And maybe the Hakama pants won't be as billowy per se, but I still rock the shit out of them. And I as, definitely want the uh, Hakama pants. And as Gamer Girl X says, they remind me of Z Kavarasis from the late 80s. You, you kind of notice how clothing and style always comes back around. Like, we had a... Dis this popped up on Facebook, like, maybe a couple of weeks ago, like... Like, in five years, it'll be the 20s, and it'll be the roaring 20s over again. Maybe we'll see a return of that fashion style. Really? Do you think... You want more people wearing fedoras who don't know how to wear them properly? Maybe. Or calling them trilbies, or calling them fedoras when they're actually tr goddamn trilbies. Well, in that case, that's the one that's wearing the fedora smacks the hell out of the dude wearing the trilby, saying passing it off as a fedora. Fucking tool. Well, obviously I'd be doing that, but my hand would get too tired. Mm. Shit. Shit, the position I accidentally knee lifted my computer. Careful. And Gabriel X linked us to these style of pants. Pretty swag. Cavaricci. Sounds expensive. And MC Hammer comes to mind. No offense. That's also one of the search results. Lord. Yeah, I don't like when my pants come in at the bottom. I like flares. Woo! Not, Not that, that kind of flare. <laughs> <laughs> To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, Pantry. That was going to happen anyway, so... Yeah, it doesn't matter what I said, it would have happened. <laughs> you know what else is also um, making a comeback I, I saw earlier today? What? Huh? Freezy Freaky's Gloves. Yeah, I've seen them popping up. The ones that cha that change temp that change designs when the uh, temperature rises. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have had a pair of them back when I was a kid, but my hands were too big, so I didn't, only got to wear them like one season. Mm-hmm. I might want to get into them this year. You know, we'll see. Alright, um, moving on, now that we got that all out the way, uh, go ahead and 
close this out. I actually made room. I actually made ample room for the for the Skype tablet on my desk. And I just realized that when I move my tower to the other side and reorganize my table, I'm going to be a lot more centered. So things will be quite, quite interesting when I work. And I'm starting to understand. I'm starting to realize that I don't have like that table space since I have this new file cabinet here, because it was one of the old coffee tables. By the way, Mako-chan, if you want, if you want it, you can have it. I don't think I have room for it. All right, so now just keep it. I I just disassembled it. It's just sitting on the side, so I'll just probably put it in my um quote unquote storage area. Uh, is that time for? everyone's favorite part of the show strange news from Japan I made up for last week yes yes you did and it was very difficult because my normal one just had regular you know news. regular crime stories mm. I had to go Searching deeply for these. Not taking the first one. One, two, three, not it. Uh, I'll take it. Oh, okay, right, sure, that works. Because I know you guys are going to fight over the second one. Actually, no. <clears throat> okay, so number one. Um, last month, Justin Bieber, the evilness that he is, mm -hmm. asked people to pray for Japan under the mistaken belief that some tragedy had recently befallen the country, because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, still, the concern for the nation's well-being well was appreciated and likely earned the Canadian pop star a little bit of goodwill among the Japanese people. But at least one segment of the population isn't feeling so friendly towards Bieber, after he planted his lips on two of the country's most popular idol singers. Tisk tisk tisk. Uh, Bieber is currently in Japan and made a stop at the TV uh, Asahi Studios to appear on popular weekly program Music Station. Mm -hmm. Also on the program was Idol Mega Group AKB48, including veteran member Minami Takahashi, who tweeted the above photo, which is basically Bieber giving her a kiss on the cheek. Um, and said, thank you to everyone who watched us on Music Station. This was my final live studio performance as an AKB48 member. It was also a moving experience to be able to talk with Justin about many things. He's a very laid back, silly, and wonderful person. I'm glad we were able to meet each other. As alluded to in her tweet, the 24-year-old Takahashi will soon be leaving AKB48, or graduating, to use the group's preferred term. This may explain why she felt comfortable sharing the picture of the backstage smooch herself, rather than towing the line of pure public chastity that the Japanese idol industry generally demands. Mm -hmm. Bieber was apparently feeling generous with his kisses, as he also made a move to kiss the cheek of Haruna Kojima, another AKB48 member, who shared the following photo through her Instagram account along with thank you. And this photo is of him not quite kissing. Mako. Mako. Oops, sorry. What did you do? 
uh, my hand slipped and hit the mute button. Uh, derp. Yeah. Uh, where did I leave off? Uh, the thank you part, you know, Haruma oh, Kojima. Okay. No relations to Hideo Kojima. Yeah, so, um, basically it's a picture of Bieber just about to kiss her cheek, but you know that it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's at least some overlap between fans of Bieber and AKB48 fans, as more than a few online comments reacted positively. Uh, too cool, and I think Justin is definitely into Minami. What a lovely photo, and awesome, Minami looks so cute. There was also a bit of good-natured envy. Justin, you bastard, you can have all the others, but hands off Minami Takahashi. Still, the idol industry being what it is, this display of physical affection produced a swift backlash among a certain demographic of the Japanese internet. <laughs> and to think, I trusted her. I'm disappointed he's not a good man. Are you picking a fight with the believers? Whoa, Minami Takahashi, your career is over. LOL, you just made enemies of the millions of believers around the world. I can't believe you shared this photo on your own. Nobody would think that's okay. And since idol fandom includes a number of uh, extra passionate individuals, <laughs> some of the opposition was even more venomous. Uh, shave your head bald and make a public apology tomorrow. What? Ugly Min- yeah, ugly Minami. You'll be killed by all the Justin fans. Where do you get off saying thanks after being kissed? Try to keep your white guy fetish under control, Jappo. Really, dude, when you start tossing racial slurs at someone of your own ethnicity, you've got to consider the possibility that you're the one with the racial issues. Uh-huh. Uh, also proving that extremely emotional reactions to pop stars' antics isn't just a Japanese thing, Kojima's Instagram photo garnered the following English responses. I hate JB, and you're going to die. You going die, I should say. And when you're so busy you're making death die. threats... Yeah, when you're so busy making death threats that you don't have time for proper grammar, uh, perhaps you should be focusing more of your energy on anger management techniques than calling out the people on your enemy list. Perhaps because of the greatest prevalence Twitter has then Instagram, it seems the majority of the online chatter has been centered on Takahashi. Perhaps the bitterest was this rant. I'm seriously pissed. I hate you. Go home. You're ugly. You're short. Your face is too big. Just disappear. Uh, we understand what he's trying to say, but it seems like a waste of words when his true feelings were also captured in a much more concise, mature, and honest manner by the commenter, commenter who just said, I'm jealous. <laughs> we can sum up the, uh, the reactions like this. Can you turn it? I can barely hear that. Shit. It's cranked up all the way it is on my end. See, you gotta, when you run it, you gotta go, you gotta set the settings to play through your headphones, but even then, I don't think we'd hear it too well. No. no. Yeah. I'll just post the link in the chat to what I was... You got it. Of course, no one else listens to, watches Pro Wrestling with me and Rama, so they probably won't get it. Hmm. Okay, what's next? Finally, all right, we have something like this here in the States, but I think Japan just took it to the next level and I have to go. I mean, we got Dave and Busters, we got Barcade, and we have Hooters. Ari, let me ask you, what would be your reaction if if it was Dave and Busters, Barcade, 
and Hooters all rolled into one. Well, it'd probably be a sensory overload, honestly. Think, but it might be fun. Then you might want to go to Japan then. Hooters I'll is I'll just put another. Re I'll just put another reason onto the big list. There you go. Hooters is opening a gaming bar in Tokyo with partnership with with Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco, however you want to call them. Com these companies, wow, th this is just amazing. If you were to ask ask a complete checklist of of Japan of Japanese men interests, young men in their twenties to thirties, they would pretty much say beer, boobs, and video games. And some would be all of the above. So Namco, one of Japan's video, biggest video game companies, has joined forces with Hooters, the American restaurant chain with busty waitresses, and five locations in Japan. This month, the company is opening a joint venture called Gaming Bar Side B. Located on the premises of the Hooters branch in Tokyo Shibuya neighborhood, Gaming Bar Side B is being billed as an interactive sports bar, along with drinks and light fare, and Hooters signature chicken wings, the bar will have video games, foosball, slot car racing, and like you know the like the ticket spitting on um, basketball games. In addition to 18 different gaming stations, customers can watch sports being televised on screens mounted around the facility. This looks amazing. Yes, the aesthetic is described as downtown New York, which in this case sees to mean the concrete floors, a chain link fence, and the comfy sofas. Namco has announced that the facility will offer an all-you-can-eat, drink, and play packages for 1,500 yen, which is $12.50, for the first 30 minutes, with 30-minute extensions available for an additional 500 yen, which represents a decent value as long as you're drinking and gaming at a brisk pace. Gaming Bar Side B opens December 18th. Well, I'm going to be like, well, better get my money's worth and start drinking beer at pitchers of beer, not glasses. Pitchers. Uh, ziggy soggy, ziggy soggy, oy, oy, oy. And as uh, Dr. Tatsuya says, I said this to our sister show, OLR, boobs and arcade games, how could I not? Oh, yeah. That would be so much fun. My thing is, there are only 18 games. That's it? it could well, be... that's what it says. Well, they might add more depending on the popularity, you know. There's 18 different gaming stations. And all 18 will have Tekken 7. <laughs> or, or they could be like uh, the Dave & Buster's here and, and demo Pokken Tournament. Well, I know Pokken Tournament is getting a second roster. I guess it's a lot more popular than I thought it was in Japan. So a couple people were telling me it tanked out there. Still not the Pokemon game we need. Fighting mm. game we need. What is the Pokemon fighting game that we need, Ari? Oh, said that out loud, huh? Yes. Um, <laughs> have the uh, human characters from the anime fighting one another. Oh, and and the Pokemon. Remember, Pokemon... the Elite Four can be the like someone from the Elite Four can be uh, the final boss. And you could use their Pokemon as as assists and specials. Probably. That would be cool. Coming that soon from would... Capcom. <laughs> that would be child abuse. <laughs> you are condoning child abuse. <laughs> Why do you want to see a bunch of children beating the shit out of each other? 
but yet in schools it's not called child abuse. It's called survival of the fittest. Yes, but this isn't school. So you say. So this you isn't say. school. It's the school of po a Pokemon training. The school of Pokemon training. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they're going to have a game of 12 to 14 to 16 year olds beating the shit out of each other. Point, but the thought would be, but the thought is kind of nice. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go on and go to our last story. Um, Arya, you ready? Yep. And here we go. Oh shit! Hold on. I didn't change the outputs. Hold on. Come on. And let's try it again. Okay. At approximately 2.50 in the, in the afternoon on December 4, the call came over the emergency 110 line from a drugstore reporting that, quote, a man who stole cosmetics had fled the scene by car. The store employee who reported the crime was also diligent enough to get the license plate number and provide a description of the getaway car. <clears throat> With that information, the Gifu Prefectural Police, who apparently did not, <laughs> do not fuck around, dispatch a variable fleet of over 20 patrol cars and a helicopter to track down the shoplifter. They caught up with his vehicle as it was leaving Gifu City and the chase was on. Gradually, the, the police grew hip to the fugitive's endgame, the makeup thief showing a blatant disregard for traffic safety as he ran red lights and drove into incoming traffic to keep his pursuers at bay, was making a run for the border between Gifu and Aichi. Apparently, they were unable to set up a roadblock since all available units were busy chasing the shoplifter and so he was able to successfully cross prefectural lines to force the Gifu police to abandon their pursuit that had already gone 40 kilometers or 25 miles. And readers of the news were commenting things like, Why, that's dangerous. Lupin! How much tax money was still trying to get that shoplifter? I got away. This must have been some high-end cosmetics. Like a lion hunting a rabbit. Like, they have his plate number, they really need a helicopter to find him? Or they're about as good as the police in GTA. The value of the cosmetics was not reported, but you can imagine how drugstores sold makeup a single man could carry in a hurry. It must have been worth a fortune. No doubt he is sitting in his palatial home, but, but with the booty of previous capers right now. Best is probably rolling around in countless sticks of lip baby balm and bottles of various shades of mascara, laughing maniacally. And my own computer decided to troll me because it, didn't want, did, it did not want to play the music through the proper output. The Blues Brothers theme. Yeah. I mean, it played through the speakers, but when I tried to tell it to play through the mixer, nope, nope, and nope. So, yeah, the, the article doesn't say whether or not there was a, uh, they, all the uh, police cars ended up in a giant crash at the border. S yeah, so we have to presume that, yes, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Come on. Hell, as soon as I like opened the article and saw the uh, hat and sunglasses that the Blue Brothers wears, I'm like, I want this article. <laughs> Guess Blue Brothers never never made it to Asia, huh? It, I think it did. It probably did. Because I, I didn't see anyone say he was on a mission from God. Knowing the generation that reads these articles, that comments on these articles, that probably have never seen the movie. 
bunch of savages. I know. I know. And if I knew this was going to happen, I would have uh, I would have ripped the track and had it playing through Winamp. But ew. Oh well. Fix it in post. I can do that. Come on, Winamp, don't do this to me. What the hell? What in the world? Uh, some type of latency is now happening, and Winamp is lagging behind. That's lovely. Just be careful that Winamp doesn't make, make it play the entire song all at once in like a split second. Uh, no, I'm making sure that it doesn't. You've had that happen to you before. No, but I'd rather that it didn't. Because it happened to me before. It wasn't. It didn't sound nice. Ooh. Well, there, there is actually something running in the damn background that is causing this. Is causing a Winamp to not play. And, and I am none too thrilled about that. I cannot wait till the new Winamp comes out. I'm hoping within the next couple of months they actually make an announcement. Because as a quote from the Sandlot, you're killing me, Smalls. Shall we just go ahead and play our last tracks and get the hell out of here? Sure. Yes. Sounds like a plan. Mm -hmm. We'll be back.
got awkward for a while. Yeah, I know, I know. I do know if it wasn't for all the issues, we probably would have been out of here ten minutes ago. Probably. Definitely. I was explaining to Dungeon Buster that, um, yeah, I, I started to do a clean install of Windows 10, but, um, I was waiting till I get my solid state drive, so that might just be happening real soon, because I love my hybrid, but I think it's time for more power. So, yeah, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They enter or tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if we're telling you what we like and dislike, we're just telling you straight up as it is. So, you have nothing to worry about any biases. But if you have any questions or issues about the show, hey, let us know. You can find, you can contact us at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Uh, we have another awesome article from Koi coming down the pipe, uh, I believe, tomorrow, which is Wednesday. So you definitely want to check that out. Um, uh, AAC Pictures, I hope to get them out by the end of the week. I've just been just slammed at work and just 
crazy. Um, if you definitely want to check out our podcast on our website, but if you have issues accessing the podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, X, um, TuneIn Radio, and coming soon to Google Play. Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash anime jam session TV. That's where we post all of our convention videos, interviews, panels, random stuff we see at conventions, all the fun stuff. So definitely check that out. If you want to follow us on YouTube, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJ Ron the S. Ari is at Ari22682. You can find Mako Chan over at Jupe Luna. Um, stay tuned to my YouTube page on December 25th. I will be posting a playlist I am doing on my uh, on my personal page. Um, the 25 uh, days uh, Christmas music songs and I am on day 8 so I might just post that over on my uh, Facebook page so you definitely want to check that out because I'm will put i going to put together a playlist so you can definitely check out all the interesting uh, interesting songs that I like here throughout the holidays follow us on Twitter twitter.com slash anime jam session that is our official uh, Twitter page for, for updates in regards to our show podcast website stuff that we do, travels, and all that good stuff. So definitely want to check that out. Um, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at twitter.com slash djronmas. Ari is at t- Ari22682. No, no. Ari is at the Ari Man. I was looking at the wrong thing. My mistake. And you can find Marco Chan over at Jovidea. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To the, old, to the near 3,000 fans on the page, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. I was going to say as long as you like the show, as long as you like the podcast, uh, the photos, everything we post, we're going to bring you more content. So definitely stay tuned for that. And if you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmas. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. You can find Mako-chan at Makoto, Mako-chan Kino. And don't forget, we are on the VOG Network, vognetwork.com. Um, well, we were here Tuesdays and Thursdays, the repeats on Thursdays, but we're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. Um, you check out the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwell Show, uh, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, and I would normally say Understation Live, but USL had its final episode on Sunday, no, on Saturday night with Travis and Jessica. I did not get just to call in, but I just want to say part of the show would not be here if it wasn't for Travis. When I really wanted to get into streaming and doing this live, I text, message, and call the man like at least once a week for help and advice on getting this going. So to Travis and Jessica, we salute you. Thank you for all the many years of your hard work and dedication and fun stuff. And don't pick up all any wooden niggles. And thanks for the fish. And now we um, go around the room for last words. Ari. Uh, I'm not looking forward to getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning again. That makes two of us. Mako? I'm still watching the uh, food sample making kits. <laughs> and these things are amazing. I, I don't want to keep them. I just want to make them. <laughs> Because they look so much fun. Mm. My last words is I haven't decided what I want to bring to lunch tomorrow. My lunch I left um, from I left on Sunday, or the chicken parm I ordered uh, yesterday. Mm. Mm, chicken parm. That's what I was thinking. Well, that is it. 
end of list. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We're going to hurry up and get up on out of here. Um, yeah. How does that go? All right. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. And don't forget, invites will be going out for our Drunken Christmas Spectacular, so stay tuned for that. Yay! Hooray! Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan! You need a little bit more booze. Why? Just saying. We all need more booze. True. I don't have any booze right now. And whose fault is that? Um, mine for not going to get it. And yours for drinking it all. Shots fired. Wow. Okay, people. Good night. See you next week. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!